Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Truth is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Happy Valentine's Day from the Horse Talk Show team. If you're Ooh. airing in live, it's Valentine's Day. But if you're airing in tomorrow or the next day, I'm sorry, we missed it. But Happy Valentine's Day. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. We have a great show lineup for you Ooh. this Valentine's Day. Not that you're probably watching the bloopers live version because you're probably taking your significant other out for a lovely dinner somewhere. But we hope you'll at least tune in later on. And um, yes, the lineup actually consists of some really, really awesome folks that my co-host here, Pete, Dancing Pete from Complimentary Horsemanship, had this brilliant idea um, when we were at the MTRA gala of having a couple of their uh, riders with us, as well as Jenna Rovera, who is going to do our first ever equestrian dating, dating. and marriage segment with us. Yeah, this is going to be fun. It should be really <laughs> funny, actually, because those horse, horse people are not like any other folks in the world, as we know. And um, it's different. Like, you know, I think part of the, the dating question in preparation for hopefully the long-term thing and marriage would be, well, how many horses is too many? But we'll get to that later. <laughs> Do you have mares or geldings? <laughs> um, Pete has a poem for you first. Roses are red, violets are blue, wishing you a happy Valentine's from the Horse Talk Show. Nice. Now we got some event mentions and things, don't we? So Isaac can take it away and let's see what we have first. Oh, this is not an event. This no. <laughs> is something actually that I've been posting and sharing on our social media outlets. And that is a very, very sad situation of a, a stolen horse in the Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda area. His name um, is Whiskey and he is a quarter horse gelding, approximately 20 years of age and approximately 15 hands in height. Um, and very, very sad to see um, that this horse was actually taken right off State Road 31 so just uh, Susan Drive is actually the, the address of the center where he was taken. But just please not only be aware of this situation um, for your, you know, your own horses in that area, if you have any concerns, but also, um, you know, if you've seen anything or heard anything, um, please reach out to the sheriff's office down there. And the lead on it is Detective Batson and he was um, actually went missing on February 7th or the morning of February 8th, sometime during the night. And there were tracks there where somebody had actually driven in um, and loaded him up. And my heart just was absolutely broken for these folks because um, it's just heartbreaking to have this happen. Uh, anytime we lose a horse from sickness or old age or anything, we're, we're devastated. But I almost think in a way not knowing is... Worse. Almost worse, yeah. So my heart absolutely goes out um, to the people here involved in this situation. And remember, and, um, this is 2023. Yes. So if you watch this later, right. you'll um, know. Yes, we're in February of um, Valentine's Day, February 14th of 2023. So good point. I'm glad you uh, you pointed that out. So um, we've got some, some white on the legs as well. And um, thank you, Isaac. And uh, Star stripe and yeah. snip. 
Yeah, and kind of um, stocky-ish. You know, he's got some good uh, some good bone on him. He's kind of a stocky-looking fellow, very handsome, um, very, very, very handsome and sweet. So, Whiskey, we hope you make it home and that we can, um, you know, we can help in some way with this. So, uh, up next, don't forget... The Spirit Walk is going on at the Horse Protection Association of Florida, turning tragedy into triumph. That was my line. Well, you can tell us the name of those cute little minis. How about that? Okay, so we got the four minis that you come do the Spirit Walk with. It's hope, faith. love, faith, and courage. I bet love is popular today. Oh, I bet or love. Or maybe hope. <laughs> <It's popular laughs> yeah. H- half the population's in hope, and, and the other half is love. to my sweet co-host who brought chocolates and and petals to be romantic yes and i've got a i've got a nice rose here i tried to make it stick in my hair but i don't have enough hair um to make that work but i was trying for like this look (laughs) i put mine right here in the pocket yes so anyway you have to contact the um horse protection association and book that and make a donation but you can go out there and walk with those lovely minis and um it's second saturday of the month 11 a.m to 2 p.m make sure you reserve in advance we've also got ride run roll relay Relay. yes april 1st so don't be a fool and miss out on this one yes 8 a.m to 1 p.m at the beautiful florida horse park create yourself a team of a runner an equestrian and a mountain biker or you can do it solo if you're really brave. There'll be raffles, food, vendor booths, um, $70 per racer. So the three of you each would pay $70. You can do a solo team for $150. And this all benefits the volunteer organization of the Cross Florida Greenway. So it's a great cause. Get signed up at runsignup.com forward slash triple dash r dash relay and join in with this great fun. And we have our own team. We do. So. Gigi's going to supervise and film. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you join in for that one. And we also have goat yoga on the hill. That is this Saturday, February 18th at 10 a.m. in Citra. You can Google goat yoga on the hill. And that is actually at the farm I used to live at. That's my dear friend, Christiane. So, and her goats are so sweet. Make sure you check out that event. And... We're celebrating 40 years for DAC Vitamins and Minerals. They have the NASC, National Association of Supplements Council, stamp of approval. You can check them out at feeddac.com. And they've been feeding champions since 1983. It's a long time. Congratulations. Uh, This Thursday, February 16th. So if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, you missed it. You missed it. Whoops. At Hits Post Time Farm. On Highway 27, we are having the Equine Initiative presented by Piranha. We are going to have the regular meeting and an Equine 101 on show jumping. There'll be refreshments and you'll hear from some jumping professionals. Three o'clock. If you would like to come check this out as a first-time guest, please email me at louisa at ocalacep.com. Come have some fun with us. Uh, We got some fun here. You can talk about this. What is this? This is the um, SRS. So that is Southern (laughs) Ranch Sorting. Uh Uh-oh. And this is presented and sponsored by our dear friends at Larson Hay. Idaho's finest. Exactly. And this is going to be a blast. We should go and watch this. We should we? go watch it. Yes. We'd love to see some sorting. Actually, I'd like to learn to do some sorting. So when I get the all clear from my doctor on my neck... I think I'll be doing some sorting as well. We're sorting cattle, right? Yes. And if you don't have your copy of Ocala Magazine yet this month, please get it because there is a double page spread about being kind to your veterinarian. Which is very important. And there's some great Peterson and Smith veterinarians in there. A couple of new ones that have joined them recently, but very important to be kind to the large animal vets because... Uh, there are not nearly um, as convenient hours and pay as there are for the small animal vets. And we really want people to become large animal vets um, because we need them. So um, please be kind. Read this. You'll really enjoy it. It's got some equine 101 and some equine industry needs in there in the everything equine section. And is that it? That's Did we it. get it all? We got it all. Woo! We should have had a big heart up on the screen. Who's Do we on have our a neck? word? It's the word. 
Balance. Balance. Wow. That's something I really need. <laughs> Balance in my life. We'll be back. I think we have Dr. Adam K out, don't we? Coming up? Yes, shipping ma'am. Fever. Shipping fever. Don't get shipping fever. No, stay with us. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, LipChip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by LipChip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is LipChip. Bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting, a space to retreat, rewind, and relax from spacious rooms to extended stay suites. Each room is unique, just like you. Don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either, and your fairy friend is welcome too. Elwood has cozy beds, yummy treats, and snuggles too. Elwood is more than a landing place. It's a tribute to a contemporary Southern lifestyle, a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Got Dr. Adam Kayot with us again, and we're going to talk a little bit about shipping fever. It's actually a topic we haven't covered before, and I'm going to let Dr. Kayot tell us, first of all, what that's all about. Well, shipping fever is is a kind of a, a horseman term of 
a horse that basically has shipped somewhere and are coming from something from a long distance, been in a trailer for extended period of time. They get to their final destination and they tend to run a fever, have a temp. Um, most of the time, those are uh, some kind of viral change or even it can be from the stress from the from the ride. The fact that they're in a trailer and in close space, depending on how warm it is, that sort of thing. Um, so generally, um, if I get called out to see a horse with shipping fever, I certainly pull blood and we'll, we'll run a blood panel and see if, see if, um, we have any significant changes there. Um, obviously give them something for the fever at the time, some non-steroidals, typically bute or banamine, and then, uh, plus or minus an antibiotic. A lot of times we'll go ahead and give them a little bit of an antibiotic at that time, uh, and then follow up with the blood work after that, if, if, if antibiotics need to be continued, then that's what we'll do. Um, <clears throat> generally, it's not a huge deal, um, but it can be. Uh, certainly, if you ignore it and it, there is some underlying um, problem that that's uh, you know significant um, that needs to be addressed, then it can be. And generally, it ends up being pneumonia and those sorts of things, which can be not good. So. Um, you, if you see that happen to your horse, certainly call your vet. Don't take it lightly. It needs to be addressed. Most of the time, like I said, it ends up not being a big deal and, and they get over it fairly quickly, but, um, certainly need to stay on top of it and just kind of monitor your horse and that sort of thing. If the blood work says, Hey, we have some changes here. We should probably continue with the antibiotics. Then we'll do that for a week to 10 days and just monitor the horse along the line, temperatures and attitude and, you know, and then maybe pull, pull blood towards the end of that time frame to see where we are, to see if we need to continue with the, with the uh, treatment or you can stop. And obviously making sure before you ship your horse somewhere, it is actually in good health by checking temp and, and basic vitals to make sure there isn't a problem that might be actually be worsened by a long trip. Well, certainly, um, certainly here in Florida, um, any horse that's going over the state line needs to have a certificate of veterinary inspection, a health certificate before and, and the, and the temperatures are, are taken at that time. And the horse should be looked at by a veterinarian before it goes. So you have a general baseline of, is this horse healthy enough to, to travel? And so, so that, that's makes that nice in, in that regard, because, um, these horses will have had a vet, you know, put an eye on them. Uh, before they go. So that makes it nice. Even for a shorter local trip, perhaps barn to barn or showground to showground, even if you're going to be on the road for a few hours, wise to make sure you have a very healthy horse before you leave. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to be taking a sick horse anywhere. Um, not only is it bad for the horse, but then it exposes the other horses that you're, you know, if you're going to a competition or going to another boarding stable or whatever it is, and you have, you know, a bunch of different horses in, in close contact, then that can be a disaster, you know, uh, if, if it uh, turns out that way, but so make sure your horse is certainly healthy before. And most people do, you know, most people don't want to take a, a sick horse anywhere. So that's, that's good. Horse owners are very conscientious about their animals and, and want to do the best for them. So that generally doesn't happen, but sometimes they have some underlying things that are going on that you don't know. And they aren't, they aren't actually showing symptoms at that point. You put them on a stressful situation and those things can pop their heads up. So makes sense. And speaking of popping their heads up made me think of something that I read. If you're going on a, a longer trip and you tend to tie your horse up on a, on a shorter rope, then either don't tie them up quite so short or perhaps during the longer trip stop and let them kind of lower the head a little bit and take a break maybe because horses that are tied up long distances very short obviously it's not as easy to relax and breathe and all of that so maybe stopping and just loosening it for a bit and letting them have a little rest from that on the way and then also read that dusty hay in an enclosed trailer with not very much ventilation. Um, so either more ventilation or no dusty hay would be good. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. No, horses do actually the best just riding freely in the trailer, not so much tied up and they do best in a stock type trailer. That's basically open. And, you know, um, I get it, you know, I grew up and those aren't the most pleasant to look at, you know, you know, uh, going down the road, but horses actually do the best in those types of situations where they aren't tied at all. And, and on, I, obviously, yeah, less dusty hay because you are in an enclosed environment. Um, and then, uh, you know, if, if you're going a significant long time, it's not a bad idea to have, 
you know, water source available to them and that sort of thing. And, um, because a lot of times these horses will go this long distance and we're, we're seeing some, I've seen some of this now with the, the horses coming down from the North to, to train down here in the, in the winter time, they don't drink. And then they end up getting an impaction colics and have problems with that because they've been on the trailer for a long period of time, didn't drink or, you know, and so they get dehydrated and, and that can lead to problems once they get to their final destination. So any of those things are, are good. And, um, you need to, you just need to be aware of that, you know, non-dusty hay, water your hay down a little bit. Number one, keeps the dust down. Number two, it gives them a source of fluids because the, the water's still on the hay and the hay soaks that up so that that can be a source of some uh, fluids as well. So all those are things that you can do. And certainly if the horse is tied, they need a break, take them out, you know, stop somewhere, take them out of the trailer. If you can walk them around, let them stretch their legs, that sort of thing. If you have a stopover place where you can board them overnight, that's great. Uh, any of those things will make the ride and less stressful and, and better for your for your partner. Certainly. And if you have a horse that stocks up, especially in a long time, legs maybe start puffy. It's great if you can get them out and give them a walk around. Or like you said, if you have a place to stay overnight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the more they the more they move, the more they can be a normal horse, the the less complications you'll see along the way and and, and we'll see once they get, you know, to their final final place of, of wherever they're they're going to. So yeah. And of course, if you get them off the trailer and they're acting a little bit strange or different or running a temperature immediately, uh, get a hold of your vet and find out what's going on. So Dr. Adam Kayot here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. Crystal Cryo offers cryo skin facials, cryo slimming, and cryo toning. All non-invasive with no skin damage, no discomfort, no recovery time. And Cryo offers a healthier alternative for anti-aging. Boost collagen and freeze fat cells. Check them out now at crystalcryo.net. Crystal Cryo, a beauty spa specializing in body contouring to enhance confidence with self-care one body at a time. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the third segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio this Valentine's Day with mm -hmm. my co-host, Dancing Pete Roder. 
from complimentary horsemanship. That is not free. <laughs> we like it's to not. mention that. Um, and we have a couple of very special guests in the studio with us. We have Pam here from the... MTRA. You did it. See that? The Marion Therapeutic Riding Association, which is an absolutely wonderful association here in Marion County that does so much for adults, children, veterans, um, those with disabilities, um, and, and the results are phenomenal. We were at their gala recently, had an absolutely wonderful, wonderful time at the CF Vintage Farm, and we got to meet Mackenzie Robbins. We should have a round of applause, right? Mackenzie, it's lovely to have you here with us on the show. And if you need to, you can lean in a little bit if you'd like to the microphone. Pete's going to ask you some questions. Well, when we were at the gala, I was impressed by a few of the speakers and their stories because people don't know the impact of what these therapeutic people do and the horses. So I asked Mackenzie if she would come and talk a little bit about what she does and where she got her start at MTRA. You did it again. I did it again. So, Mackenzie, tell us, how old were you when you first went to MTRA? I was five years old when I first started riding at MTRA. Aww. <laughs> wow. I, I, actually, we have some photos of her. She's so adorable, <laughs> always. <laughs> um, so you were very young, you were five. And um, what was the first thing you kind of thought when you got to go to MTRA for the first time? Were you excited? I was very excited. I remember the first time I was a little nervous, but then I tried again and I really enjoyed it and instantly fell in love with all the horses and the people there. So a very, I was hooked from a very young age. Very young age, yeah, five, well, it'll get you going. That's it, you're, you're, um, you're reeled in. <laughs> so Mackenzie, can you give us a little bit of background why you were there and what you were working on? Yes, so I was born with cerebral palsy, so I wanted to go and start riding there to develop strength in my legs and my core and to just to be able to help me walking-wise. So MTRA really did help me develop that strength to do everyday things. That's wow. amazing, isn't that, it? That, we were all teared up when we were, we were listening to McKinsey. Hardly so. a dry eye <laughs> in the place, right? Um, so, Pam, share with us a little bit about um, what you saw as far as um, when Mackenzie first started and then her progress and improved strength and balance. Did I do well? You got balance. <laughs> balance is the word. <laughs> yeah. Word is. of the week. Word of the week. Um, I worked with Mackenzie for quite quite a few years, um, and I never met anyone so dedicated to advancing her riding and horsemanship skills as, as Miss Mackenzie. I saw her improve in ways not only physically, but just realizing her potential, her possibilities, and that the world was endless of what she could do and see and accomplish. And she did it. And um, we always joke about the posting years because it took forever for posting. And she had a... It's a, not a, easy. A, no, it's not. <laughs> and another young girl rode with her and they worked diligently week after week, hour after hour. And finally, she got it. And um, just like she will everything in her life, she's just uh, turned out to be an amazing young woman who now volunteers with us, which is just fabulous. That is fantastic. So for those listeners we have who think posting has something to do with those posts that are in the ground, um, we're just going to share with you that that is also rising to the trot. And that is not easy. Um, even for accomplished people, struggle with it at times. Um, and, and it is, um, yeah. Um, you, don't, you don't rise to the trot, do you? <coughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. You do? <laughs> okay. Uh, so that is quite quite an undertaking by itself. But share with us, uh, Mackenzie, some of the things about the horses that you love. We love horses, so we totally understand. But um, what was it about the horses that drew you so much to them and how did they make you feel? I loved being able to get to know each of the horses and I felt like I developed a bond with each of them and I was able to build trust in them so that if there was something I couldn't do they'd help me through it and I was just able to um, conquer anything I wanted to conquer when I was on their backs and it was a lot of fun just to be able to ride with them. It's amazing isn't it? Horses are yes, the most incredible definitely. animal. Oh. They just are. They're just wonderful. So when you, you went to MTRA for about five years yes. and accomplished lots of things. 
and now you're 16 um, and you've come back to MTRA and you're actually helping. Share and she us. drives, is what I found yes. out. That's amazing. That's not easy here. No. <laughs> that's, almost, that's almost as challenging as it's rising really to the trot, I'm yeah. just going to say. I would say it's a little bit more than that. Yes, <laughs> I know, right? Um, so um, volunteering now, you are getting opportunity to, you were helped so much mm-hmm. by MTRA and by the horses and by the love of the horses and learning, and you overcame challenges. Now that you're back as a volunteer, um, what kind of things do you see that just make you go, oh, this is so wonderful? I love being able to see, um, I work a lot with the kids, but any of the riders, being able to see that same joy or that same spark that they had, that I had, that now they have the opportunity to have. So I love being able to give that to them and pass that along because I know all the things I'm sure I can do. So it's been really great to share that with others and give back to a place that helped me so much. That's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. So you have other other young people um, that you get to see starting out kind of on yes. the journey that you did. So that's been really rewarding just to see them and be like, okay, you can do this. Like, get to cheer them on every week. So it's been a lot of fun. Wow. Do you, do you share with the kids that you started there? Yes, yeah, so it does thing? come up in between, like, what's your favorite color? And, <laughs> Um, can I go get Goldie treats? Um, yes. like, yeah, but a lot of the questions are like, what do you like writing about the horses? And they ask me all the little things like how to do this. And that's a lot of fun being able to share my knowledge with them as well. There's nothing better than having accomplished those things yourself. So you're not just telling them you can do it, but you can actually tell them, I know you can do it yeah, because exactly. I did it. Yes, so yes. isn't that fantastic? That's yes, so wonderful. Awesome. So, Pam, how does this make you feel when you see a student that started and now is actually coming back to volunteer to give back to the program? Um, Boy, that's a tough one to even put into words because my passion is to, at this point, help anyone in my life that I can find that opportunity that they're seeking. So to see a young woman who was a young girl... um, have the successes she's had and the successes she's yet to have and want to be back at the barn with this old lady and continuing that that message and that um, really stroke of kindness and caring and inclusion and belonging. And um, it's just beyond words how it makes me feel. My heart is grows 10 times every time. And... Uh, I just couldn't be more proud of her and, and, and many of the others, but very proud of this young lady right here and Woo-hoo. how she has just persevered. And and the thing that she's bringing back, not just about teaching, is she's bringing some leadership skills to some people who really can use them. So she's doing a lot of good stuff. Mackenzie, you are an amazing young lady. Oh, thank you. It is an honor to meet you. We have a goodie bag here for you. We also have some lip chip caps and shirts down there that you are welcome to have. Pam, Mm -hmm. you are doing exactly what you were called to do. You're an amazing woman. And these uh, kids and adults and veterans are so blessed to have you. So I'm going to try not to cry now. And um, (laughs) we'll be back on the second half of the show. So stay with us. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now here's your host. Pretty, pretty. Louisa Barton. She's a Brit. She's got the gift of the gab. And her guests are fab. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. No, I was, I was <laughs> going to say you. that. <laughs> Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here with co-host dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. We've been chapping, 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 chapping. Good. That's very British, by the way. Chaps. Chatting. Uh, we've been chatting to Pam from MTRA, and uh, we've had an absolutely uh, wonderful time talking to one of their students today, Mackenzie, who 
was just incredible. It's hard to hold the tears back. So we thought we'd do go for some more. And (laughs) (laughs) sounded like a good idea. And, um, you know, we are um, always so incredibly proud and thankful for our veterans. And I have a a really hard time not tearing up when I think about um, the, the dedication and the sacrifice made by all of our veterans so that we can be in a free country that is as wonderful as the USA. And we have one of our veterans right here. So let's give him a big round of applause. This is when I wish we had that little canned round of applause. Um, Jason Vickness, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for your support. Appreciate it. Thank you for coming and being with us. It was such an honor to hear from you at the gala, at the MTRA gala. Pete had this wonderful idea of having, you know, a couple of students um, and people who've been involved in the program on the show and I said that sounds just wonderful so tell us a little um, a background and where you served and how you served uh, yeah so um, I was in the US Army for almost 15 years wow. um, you know I kind of served really all over the place I've been to uh, 33 different states and 16 countries Wow um, yeah it was, it was fun yeah it was a fun. lot of traveling yes ma'am <laughs> um, so you know I always I love the army um, the army definitely uh, Saved my life. I always like to tell people, um, you know, 2007 when the economy collapsed, I kind of lost my job, where I was living, everything. Um, so, you know, I ended up walking to the recruiter station every day for four miles, you know, because I knew my recruiter would at least buy me McDonald's or something for lunch. Um, yeah, and then I never turned back. And then um, a couple years ago, I found out, you know, my back is pretty, uh, it's pretty much broken in like five different places. Wow. And, um, so at that point, I was deemed, you know, no longer fit for service, and I had to be uh, medically retired. And uh, that was was difficult for me, um, you know, just because I thought I was going to do full 20 years. You know, I thought I was going to, you know, I, I had a great, a grander picture in mind for, for my future. And uh, so coming home, you know, it was, was difficult. And um, all I can say is I'm blessed I eventually... Ended up on Miss Pam's doorsteps. You know? <laughs> and how did you find Pam and the MTRA? Uh, so it, it was it was quite funny. Um, a neighbor had told me about this place called the Veterans Center. Um, you know, she she had definitely advocated that I that I go there. She, she kind of could tell that something was off kilter with me. So um, I went there, and the very first day, a uh, gentleman you know said, "Yeah, well, you know, we also got this thing called horse therapy." And I was like horse therapy what's that you know i'm a city boy I don't know what horse <laughs> so you is. hadn't been around horses oh no 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 no, no, no. I, I grew up in orlando i was around roller coasters yes <laughs> and mickey so, mouse yeah, yeah. so uh so no i've never been around horses but you know it, it i've lived in marion county now for for five years and my only thought was okay well at the least it's free horse time you know what i mean i don't have to go pay somebody to be around a horse so i was like well let's check it out let's see what it is and uh is end up changing my life, so you know, that's good. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about how the horses changed your life and how what the program kind of did to to make you feel, uh, you know, more content and and happy with your life. Uh, so, to the brilliance of, of Miss Pam, um, she designed our program to be extremely. I don't know the proper word for it, but it, it just works. That's a good word yeah, for it. You know, it just works. It just right? works. Um, you know, she, she, That's uh, their new tagline, yeah. MTRA. Well, it just works. works. <laughs> you know, a, a lot of people, when they deal with you know PTSD and, and issues that you know veterans go through, they, they handle us with kid gloves. And Pam definitely does not. You know, it was, hey, <laughs> go grab this horse and wave a pool noodle in his face and see what happens. And, you know, through, through that, you know, when we had to realize that you know, I got a, I got a 2,000-pound animal in front of me. That I'm not going to make it do anything it doesn't want to do. I really had to really focus on me, right, because the horse is going to do what horses do. You know, I had to really focus on me and my internal issues, you know, my anxieties, my my whatevers, and, uh, and get over them, you know, and, and for the first time really face them. You know what I mean? So that I don't freak out the horse, you know. Right, because they feel everything you yep, feel. Absolutely, so, right. absolutely. So it makes you stay calm because you know that if you're not calm, it's going to affect the horse. So exactly. it really helps to keep you kind of on an even keel. And I obviously cannot compare my minimal 
PTSD to anything that you've experienced, but just having PTSD from a car accident um, and really hating driving and all of that sort of thing and having nerves and anxiety about that, I find as soon as I get around the horses, <sighs> I just it's heaven. It's, it yeah, is, it's isn't it? I know it yep. is indeed. And so I obviously can't compare anything that I've experienced to you, but just even on a lesser level, you know, when I get out to Jackie Demerick's farm and see my Mustang, that's it. You know, it mm -hmm. just it's it changes mm -hmm. the way you feel, Absolutely. and it gives you like a sense of peace and quiet. Pam, um, tell us a little bit. Uh, give us tell us a little bit more. Um, about how you have interacted and what you've seen in the program results and, and that kind of thing. Okay, so how it works is um, the first day they come in, I kind of explain the rules of the barn, basically. I pass out bios on all the horses and they're to choose the horse they think best suits their Well, their I needs. like that. And um, it's really interesting because I haven't had to change a horse yet. Everybody kind of zones in on the horse that they feel best matched to. Um, they've been to war. They've been all over the place. I don't baby them. They don't need me to hold their hand. I just give them the safety rules. They don't even know how to put a halter on. I hand them a halter and I say, okay, there's your horse. Go figure it out. <laughs> and Facts. And, and with that, though, comes the thought process of slowing down for a minute, forgetting about what's happening inside of you and thinking, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? And working it out. And we're there to guide them. We're there to make it safe. But it's their journey. So that's kind of how it all starts. And then I have them do all kinds of different things based on whatever our week is about. If it's about avoidance, I might ask them to throw them in a horse trailer. Here, get your horse in the trailer. And they learn about avoidance, you know, mm -hmm. so we, we mimic what happens and horses will mirror you. So that's kind of how they connect. They see themselves and how the horse reacts and they're in hypervigilance. We might take one of those plastic hoppy horses and bounce around in the pasture mm -hmm. and watch what the herd does, you know, and you know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But they see themselves and they see the hypervigilance and then the hyperarousal and how long does it take to come down from that. So they start to take a really good look at what's happening in their own lives. And that's kind of how it all works. It's a very short version of it. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, So do they, they go sideways around the trailer when they have avoidance? <laughs> oh, his horse went and took him actually almost walked right up, halter right out of your hand, huh? Because yeah. he wasn't going to have anything yeah, to do the, with that. The, the first time, yeah. there was no way I was getting Tom yeah. in that trailer at all. Yeah. <laughs> How amazing. Well, yeah. Jason, I, I just want to say thank you so much for your service to Absolutely. this country. Um, thank you for, for all that you've done. And Pam, you're amazing. And the, uh, the program, the Marion Therapeutic Riding Association, is um, hats off excellence and wonderful to see the results and successes. And... Jason, it's lovely oh, to meet you, you again. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. And, yes, and please stay and have a few treats. <laughs> have a few treats. Because next... My daughter will kill me if yeah. she's <laughs> Well, you can take some for her. Uh, we've got Jenna coming up next, also from the MTRA, but we're changing our tune a little bit. And we're going to talk about equestrian dating and marriage challenges because it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> we'll be back. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must. Experience peace of mind by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first. Providing air conditioner repair, installation, and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. 
Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity, and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio with Dancing Pete Rhoda and a special guest this week who came back as she promised, Jenna Rivera, the development director from the Marion Therapeutic Riding Association. We thought it would be fun this week to do our first ever equestrian dating and marriage uh, segment. We thought it would be uh, an interesting topic for Valentine's Day and we thought it might be fun to chat about some of the challenges I don't think we'll get them all covered in the first segment. We could be here for hours and hours. But we'll start at the beginning, shall we? I think we have a little uh, pop-up, don't we? Yes, we do. Look at that. So we'll start with number one. I can't read it. It's too far away. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like... So these are questions. These are really important things that you're going to need to know if you are considering dating somebody who's not a horse person if you're a horse person and vice versa. So question one is, do you like horses? Is there a limit to how many a person can or should own? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There is a limit. There's always balance. Well, There's balance in everything. Balance is important. I always tell my students, if you build a barn with six stalls and you only have two horses... There's four horses coming. Or, well, you could look at it from a more positive point. You could think that perhaps your significant other was planning on having borders to help uh, accommodate and cover the cost of their own, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it is important if you decide to date somebody who is a horse person, that is something, if you're thinking long-term relationship and getting married – is definitely something that you should think about because there are late nights, there are early mornings, there are expenses, um, and there are things to consider. Now, if you're a horse person already and you know this, you know what you're getting into, right? Or you don't. <laughs> or, or you don't, and if you don't, your head's been in the sand. Because um, you do it different than I do it, so that we have that conflict. Well, yeah, there, there is always that. There kinds of horse people. Well, that's true. I mean, there is the person who says, well, I've given the horse some banamine, and he feels better, I'm going to bed. And then there is the woman who would sleep in the round pen with a wild Mustang for the and entire night. we don't know night. anybody like that. <laughs> no, nobody, never. So, yeah, but, you know, as here's the thing. As long as you agree to disagree so husband can go to bed and wife sleeps in the round pen with the sick horse and everybody's happy, it's not a problem. But knowing Somehow those I things, don't think that's going to be happy in the morning. <laughs> 
Well, it depends on if the horse is better or not. The horse is better celebration. Yes, Everybody yeah. is happy. So um, let's go to question two, which is, how do you feel about late nights and early mornings? Well, we just Speak kind of covered that, right? So be aware that if you're going to date an equestrian, thinking of a long-term relationship and marriage, there are going to be late nights and early mornings, right? Especially if the show... Oh, yes. What do you mean you got to leave at 4.30 in the morning? <laughs> yes. If you're showing, if you're competing, there's also the additional packing up the trailer, getting ready to go, possibly giving up your entire weekend because you've got to unload everything at the other end when you get back, all the extra gear. Then you've got stress and anxiety. And is your significant other your groom, pot walker? <laughs> yes. Uh, assistant? Yes. <laughs> So true. Your, your tie post. <laughs> yeah, tie post. Yes. Oh, your husband makes a good human tie post. <laughs> yes. And if you get stressed out, if you're competing at a level that stresses you out, how do you react to that and who do you take it out on? <laughs> um, we're really hoping it's not a spouse, but it could be. And especially if you're their trainer at the same time. Oh, <laughs> if you're also the trainer, then you're talking like, You didn't oh. get it right. <laughs> Yes, that can be really challenging. So, yes, uh, hats off. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hats off to those that um, are married and stay married that are both equestrians because <laughs> that's a tough thing. I actually know a couple that will actually give each other lessons and they're totally fine. And a lot of the other couples are like, how do you do that? <laughs> that's a healthy relationship. Yes. Give and take. Maybe he's on the road all the time so she doesn't see him very much. <laughs> Look, Isaac's like clockwork. Oh, this is a big one. Oh, yeah, this is the big one. Yes. <laughs> do you have a do you, are you criminal a, felony yes. record? <laughs> if so, was this something you did at a young, stupid age? Or recently. Or recently as an adult. If you do have one, did it involve horses? And do you have to pay restitution? You know, anybody would think that perhaps I had had a terrible experience since I came up with this that, one. That, that was a pretty exact question. Okay, so I never did this before in my life, but lesson learned about a year and a half ago, I had a big lesson, biggest lesson of my life. If anyone tells you you don't need to run background checks, they're wrong. <laughs> run a background check and... And if they have a felony, I would say run away. If it involves horses, I would say run away even faster. And um, yes, very, uh, very, very bad situation. Some girls um, like bad boys. <laughs> oh, I Just hate saying. the thing of it. Not anymore, I don't. <laughs> Those days are over. Um, so that is important. Like, and restitution can be a hefty amount of money if you committed a big enough crime. And then how are you going to pay for your horse food? <laughs> That's where the significant other comes in. Oh. <laughs> your bankroll. Yes. Um, the next one is something that actually, and, and these actually, these two, like three and four, are really like mine. Oh I own them. Are because you a stalker? A sociopath, or the big one. So or all my all my life, no, seriously, all my life, I heard the word narcissist, but I just thought it was a bad name to call someone, like calling them a fool or stupid or something. I didn't actually know there was a personality disorder, so I wonder how many people don't know that there is a personality disorder, and a narcissist should not be around horses, period. Okay. Or horse people, for that matter, um, because okay. so you can wow. you can know. <laughs> No, you can Google it. I'm There's serious. There's a lot of trainers we, that are now out enough. of the business. <laughs> we have enough stress. No, I'm making it sound like owning horses is stressful, but it's not. But it is an additional responsibility. responsibility. Even if huge. you're not a horse person, you can learn from these questions. Yeah, and actually, even if you're not a horse person, you really don't want a narcissist around you, period, or a sociopath or a stalker. So those are actually very important. And if somebody's all three... Well, what if he's trying hard and he's not being a stalker? <laughs> No. Okay. I think we have time for one more. No, we're only going to get We're on page questions. one, yes. How many horses would you like to own? Yes. How many horses would, would you, you like? like? Now, this is different own. than how many can you? Well, because like is a four, passion. I have a four-horse trailer, so that would be four. Four. Total. Does this include if we win the lottery? Oh. <laughs> 
Do we play? Because I love that meme. I'm not going to tell anybody I won the lottery, but there'll be signs. There'll be horses. There'll be Lots horses of them. Yes, I have to say, if I was a millionaire, I would have a four-legged rescue. Mm-hmm. I would have all sorts of four-leggeds. Everything but things that you slither. Already, you already do that. And that, I know, you're right. I already rescue without the 501c3. On, on a grander scale. Yes. On a much grander scale, which means I wouldn't be a millionaire for very long. But anything, anything four-legged, nothing that slithers, that goes back to the narcissist. No slithering, only four-legged. Woo! Oh! That was the sound. We're wrapping yes. it up. Right. Pete's yeah. like just a... Uh, Ooh, back, we, we had three pages and we didn't have balance. to do all of it. Well, no, because we're going to have Jenna back. Oh, we're going to do this again. Yeah, once a month. Equestrian oh. dating and marriage. We, this was just the tip of the iceberg. Look forward to it, guys. We'll be back <laughs> with the last segment of the show for this week. Stay with us. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show for this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown, your hometown Chevy. Chevy experience. Oh, look at that. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton in the studio with dancing Pete Roder and Jenna Rivera. And we are going to do... Pete's Horsemanship Tip of the Week. Dance and Pete's Tip of the Week brought to you by Complimentary Horsemanship. Okay, today's tip is weight. So I've had questions. Weight? Yes, weight. Weight like W-A-I-T or weight like too much weight. (laughs) Weight as in weight. No, not that kind of weight. Okay. So I've had questions where people have asked me, if you could change the horse world with one thought pattern, what would it be? And I always say it would be weight. Weight before you get started. Let the horse figure out what's going on. Wait after you ask them something new so that they can process it. Wait after you ask them something you think they know to make sure they're okay and go, yeah, I'm fine. Let's go to the next thing and wait when you get done. And I guarantee you, your horse will be different. It's all about balance. Right. So once they know it, you don't have to wait as long. And you threw balance in there before I could. Thank you. But yes, I would say one of the most important tips is wait. And actually, 
that's the most important tip in your romantic relationships as well, by the way, because everything <laughs> that Dancing Pete Rhoda teaches can actually parallel with your life. And I have learned a lot. And I think in our next equestrian dating segment, we should jump to the blocks because I think we should talk about TikToking people out right. of your life. We should talk absolutely definitely about balance and um, no. waiting, waiting, waiting. Be, um, be focused, fair, be focused, follow fair. through, consistency, persistent, yes. Yes. everything I've been saying in the last segment. Yes, yes. So actually, really, it would be good to do your blocks. Maybe we'll leave page two and three and four and do those later, later <laughs> and wait because I think it would be good to go through your blocks and put those with relationships because you everything go. you taught me in the blocks, if I had known you a year and a half ago, could have saved me a really big mess. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, you see? The only difference is the other, are, well, your significant other can't jump out or can leave at any time where the horses don't jump the fence hopefully <laughs> that's the big kicker difference Let's and horses don't lie horse. well she'll jump <laughs> it does jump, the jump fence. out yes so we um we had a couple of segments uh on mtra and we had some wonderful testimonials um today this evening um brought tears to our eyes and just sharing the, the results and the accomplishments of the equestrians that are involved in that program and how um, much the the, the instructors, um, Miss Pam, who does an absolutely phenomenal job um, with what she does. And we did not share the website with you, um, but we would like to, in case you have um, a uh, child or an adult um, or a veteran, who would like to find out a little bit more about the program and come and check it out. And they always need some extra help. Yep, volunteers are well, always phenomenal. And if you can't volunteer financially, if you have... Yeah, 501c3, yep. uh, it's fantastic. So that is mtraocala.org, mtraocala.org. And then there is a phone number as well, 352-732-7300. That's 732-7300, and area code is 352. So if you want to give them a call or you want to go online and check out the website and what they do with their programs, I think you'll find uh, very rewarding to volunteer there and be part of all of that. So there's balance for you. <laughs> Throw it in there again. <laughs> Throw it in there again. I think Isaac's like, yep, she won. She yep, won. She won. We don't she even got to count this time, Isaac. <laughs> but yes, it, it was really moving. Like, Jason didn't go as depth as he did at the gala. And I mean, I was in tears listening to him. And then, same thing with Mackenzie. She went more in depth, and it was like, oh my goodness. And then they were asking for help, and that was why they ran the gala. And I was like, let's get them on here, and let's yeah, get a so bigger, wider audience. Jenna, talk to us about needs there at MTRA now. What kind of on the top of the list? Well, so luckily the gala did um, enable us. We are going to be able to get the fans, which will enable us to do classes um, throughout the day in the summertime as well, keeping everybody comfortable and safe. Uh what we are looking at, we're going to be doing some updates to fencing. And then long term, what we're looking at is eventually adding a building where we can do learning um, activities. We can host clinics um, and then some smaller events that we host on the farm as well. And then setting up our offices because as we are growing, uh, we're at 160 participants each week. We are now up. We have... Uh, five certified um, instructors right now with several in the pipelines. I think we have three in the pipeline and that will enable us to increase our classes. So to keep up with the growth, we, we want to add that building and um, up 
update the fencing and property. So lots of um, so actually the wonky fence photos were appropriate. Louise <laughs> <laughs> yes. is yes. like, get rid of these wonky yes. fences. Some of our fences have been there a long time, so they're they're next on the look book. at that. And Mackenzie knew we needed it. She was like, I'm going to include those in the email. Yes. <laughs> That's a good thought. Um, but if you own a fencing company. Um, or if you work for a fencing company or if you do fence work on the side, um, you're able to help, volunteer, um, or uh, even offer some services at a reduced price to help a 501c3 that does so much good work. Um, that obviously would be absolutely wonderful as well. And as Pete mentioned earlier, you know, if you just want to volunteer, uh, definitely check it out because, you know, more hands on deck, especially if you have some experience in the horse world uh, already, is very helpful and definitely a super rewarding program. I had no idea you had 160 students a week. And and we're operating on almost between 150 to 200 volunteers each week. So it's it's incredible because we can't do what we do without the volunteer. That's an amazing volunteer force that you Mm -hmm. have. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Getting to be around horses and seeing the benefits of the program has to like pay back dividends. Well, and that's the volunteers say they get as much out of it as they think that the participants do. And it, it is. We we have our families. Tuesdays are my favorite. We teach all afternoon and, and there's so many hugs. We have two two Tuesdays half the time. <laughs> it's it's just fun, you know. They we each have our quirks on the days that we teach and it's it's fun. You you have your own little family and groups. That's fantastic. Yeah. And wonderful. How long have you been with MTRA? Uh, I started volunteering in 2014 and got certified in 2018 and came on staff in 2019. Wow. Yeah. So you really found that the journey you were on was just so rewarding. Mm-hmm. And then you exercise right in the morning. Yes. So you have to be like really tired by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's her morning the the exercise riding is my uh, I always say it's my gym and my mental health and then the therapeutic riding is my heart yeah what a wonderful wonderful fit that's fantastic (laughs) so we flew through (laughs) we hope you had a wonderful wonderful Valentine's Day and we hope that you have a heart horse that you can love on um, and because that matters it really does and we, we brought him up and down on this show yes, I know right <laughs> we were all over the place we hope you enjoyed the show this week whether you're in Ocala Marion County the horse capital of the world or not happy horsing around until the same time next week <laughs>